talking logistics, man. Ready to talk logistics? What? How? It can't be done. We should probably figure out some logistics. All right. Here we are. Bonus episode with Mario Paganini, VP of Marketing here at Stored. Mario, how are you? What's going on? What's the vibe like today? I, I was told that I'd be the best looking person with a red hat on this recording. So <laughs> the vibe is definitely already in question, but it's Friday and there's only been like two fire drills today. So going freaking spectacular, man. How are only you? Two is, only two in supply chain is something, but back to the red hat comment, I am wearing my national championship, uh, Georgia football national champions, 2021 hat, getting ready for kickoff here. Very excited. So I appreciate you mentioning that so I can talk about the dogs. Which everyone loves to hear about because I only talk about it so that much. again. Uh, the 2021 national champions in football, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, never heard of them. <laughs> anyway, all right, Mario, we're here to talk. We're we're doing this bonus episode. We're we're kind of having fun. We have this topic. You and I were chatting about it earlier this week. It's been said so many times. We hear it from customers, hear it from providers, hear it from you know my mother, my sisters, my brother, everyone that we're involved in. It's just such a piece of, of our society and what we expect when we're shopping online. The idea that I wanna have Prime-like logistics. I hear you have an unpopular opinion. We were talking about it earlier this week. Maybe a hot take, let's hear it. Hot take? Well, we, we, we can determine that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty prepared to say like, we should just stop saying Prime-like logistics when we're referring to really anyone else other than Amazon. Don't, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm just as guilty. I've probably said it here at Stored. I worked for a shipping software company prior to this, and I, I sure as hell said it a bunch of times in their marketing. And yeah, you know, ultimately I was fooling myself then, I'm fooling myself now. You know, if only it was a situation where, if only that small business knew how to print shipping labels, they, they'd be able to deliver prime-like logistics. The, the, the reality is it's just unobtainable and it's the completely wrong goalpost. And the more that we talk about that as being the direction that the, the brand should go, the, the, the more that we continue to fool ourselves if, if, if we think that that is the attainable reality that customers are, are gonna get and, and, and ultimately lead brands astray for them to be fooling themselves if they think that having a prime logistics network or a prime like logistics network is a is an outcome that they're gonna they're gonna get so you know i'm of the school of thought that it's time for us to start playing within the realm of reality and talking about what are the best outcomes that a brand can practically attain wait but i'm a, i'm a consumer i like getting things fast shouldn't everyone be able to get their product to me fast that's that's certainly the 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 goal I, i'd actually argue that that fast is is very important and, and definitely something that brands should strive for but i think there's actually something that's more important than, than than speed because before you can have speed you need to have consistency and reliability so you know don't you know take my opinion or or, or leave it but you know i'm i, I i'm quitting stored and i'm i'm opening up a you know mario hats direct to consumer business and if i have to you know hang that hat on a you know consistent as the day is long, consistent as the sun rising in the morning, three day shipping, 
or, you know, a promise or a hope of one or two days shipping that varies between one and seven days, depending on, you know, what happens that day, you know, where the shipment's coming from, any myriad of, of, of mistakes that possibly go in throughout the, the, the process, you know, I'm hanging my hat on that consistent as day, three day experience. So yes, speed's important. And, you know, when when I have to, you know, order my Luigi hat to, to complement this, this, this Mario hat, I'm sure as hell going to hope that it comes in one day or, 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 or two days and whatever the next that I order online, I'm going to hope it comes really fast too. Cause yeah, we all want that as consumers. I think all brands should, should strive for it, but I'd argue that there's something that, that trumps speed and, and consistency and reliability is the number one. Once you have that, you can optimize for getting your bar to be faster and faster. So yes, but the goal of saying I'm going to replicate 99.9% accurate, free, under two-day shipping across the country may not be the North Star for, for every brand out there under the sun. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you don't think that we should use Prime as a comparison tool for every other brand out there, both from a consumer standpoint and from where we sit in the industry. Yeah, it's 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 unobtainable. Like uh, I, I hope I'm not wrong on on this because it'd be pretty embarrassing given you know who I am and what I do. But pretty sure that the largest logistics company in the world they shipped I think five and a half billion packages last year. You know how many Amazon shipped? Just over five billion. Think about those those scales. They are a, a single business. That's basically on the verge, and I'm sure when they run the the, the calculations for, for 2020, 2023, that number is going to be even more crazy. So we're talking about a, a business that is doing more logistics almost than the world's largest logistics company. So if I'm a startup direct-to-consumer brand or even a really successful at scale direct-to-consumer brand, am I in a position where my scale is is greater than the largest logistics company in the world? No. And so, you know, why 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 should I be looking out and taking that as the goalpost? It's sure it's a great, it's a it's a great objective to 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 strive for, but where this discrepancy becomes even more stark is not in the end outcome. The idea of being able to deliver two-day ground shipping is, in fact, obtainable for, for, for most brands done correctly. But when we look at specifically how Amazon has done that, what it's taken to build that, and how they execute upon it, that reality is way outside of the reach of even the greatest brands. And that doesn't is not at all a slight at, at the many, many spectacular direct-to-consumer omni-channel brands out there. But the means through which Amazon is obtaining this reality are just completely absurd within any sort of normal business terms. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and and Amazon has the volume to to pretty much, I'm not going to say push around anyone they want, but, you know, any partner that they want to do work with is going to want to work with Amazon, right? So, you know, there are those brands out there that are, are smaller, and I say smaller and kind of laugh at it because... Yeah, certainly they're not pushing out 5 billion packages a year. There's a ton of differences. So walk me through it in your head. Like, what are those differences from a direct-to-consumer brand and, and what Amazon may have? Well, I mean, there's there's the obvious ones that, you know, 
probably anyone could 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 think of it. Don't 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 require you know smart, good looking guys in red hats to to to, to talk about. It. <laughs> Those are there's there's a scale factor. There's the economies of scale that come with moving that many products. The negotiating power they they have, both from a, a carrier perspective, having their own first party carrier business. They're real estate economies of scale negotiation. There's the physical footprint of what they have across the, the United States, the amount of physical locations that, that, that Amazon has at its disposal to distribute products is, you know, not even close to, to what any normal brand is, uh, is ever going to, to have. There's the amount of special arrangements and custom processes that they've been able to negotiate and build out with any and all partners that they, they work with. That's, you know, pretty much unobtainable for, for any other brand. But these are obvious things. You know, anyone that, that, that thinks about this stuff is going to come to those conclusions. But there, there's, there's another piece that I don't really hear very many, if any, people talking about that plays a, a massive, massive, massive factor in how I believe Amazon is able to obtain this. And, you know, this whole time, it, it could sound like we're, we're, we're on Amazon. We're, we're not. This is all out of amazing. <laughs> admiration for what they've, they've, they've achieved. It's massively successful. It's, you know, the, the, the golden standard. It's why we're having this conversation. It's something that, you know, has created this massive competitive moat for them. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, consumers continue to, to flock towards. So, you know, nothing but admiration for, for Amazon. But the hidden piece that I don't see enough people recognizing or talking about is hidden in the details of margin. So I'm running Mario'sHats.com, and at the end of the day, you know, maybe it's not day one, maybe it's not year one, maybe it's not even year three, but at some point in time, if I'm going to be running a, a sustainable business, that sustainable business is going to be predicated on me being able to run a cash flow positive business, create a efficacious enough margin that I'm going to be able to make it to profitability, that the people that have invested in my business or I've, I've put in my, my, my own savings or combination of the two, that that's going to amount to something someday. And my amount of pieces on the chessboard that I can move around to manipulate that, that margin, like the scale of that might be even crazier than the discrepancy in scale between my physical footprint and Amazon's footprint. Right. Amazon is this massive, massive, massive company that does a hell of a lot more than direct-to-consumer shipping. Amazon is a massive technology company among many, many other things. You know, ultimately, I haven't met any, you know, direct-to-consumer omni-channel brands that have a many, 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 many billion dollar cloud computing wing that's probably working at, you know, 60, 70 plus percent margin, if not even greater than that. I don't know. <laughs> answer is and that being able to essentially hide some of the what i'm sure are genuine losses and negative margins that that, that amazon takes on even with all of the economies of scale i'm not convinced that the margin profile of prime deliveries in and of themselves are particularly attractive and if you're a direct-to-consumer founder the margins on your direct-to-consumer orders are your bread and butter if you're incapable of optimizing those and driving them efficaciously you know you got a pretty big problem but for amazon it's 
you know, it's it's a piece of the pie. It's just one of the many growth mechanisms. And, you know, if you're sitting on the world's largest, most successful cloud computing business that's running at a spectacular margin, many X what any logistics company would, would, would ever be able to get, it allows you to subsidize some of these far less attractive margin profile pieces of your business like Prime. And even with that, you know, Amazon, and again, not a dig at them, but you know, each year, I think they reported a multi-billion dollar loss last year and they'll probably do the same thing next year and they're able to continue to solicit investments because of the scale that they're at and it's just not a operating mechanism that's available to any of the businesses that, that work with store and any of the businesses that are out there competing to be the next generation of consumer products so yeah just unobtainable but i just don't hear enough people talking about this margin piece everyone talks about the scale piece, the reach piece, the footprint piece, but the margin piece is, is really where you start to realize, holy shit, this is not obtainable for really anyone else. But I mean, we've seen the news over the past, you know, two quarters, right? Everything is slowing down or seemingly slowing down in e-commerce. People are spending their money on services. They're traveling more. They're going to retail stores just to get out of the house because they've been locked in their house for two and a half years and they want to go out and purchase something. And even then, Amazon isn't saying, oh, we're good. We're going to continue to grow at the pace we've been growing. I mean, they are subleasing warehouses because they they took on additional capital and you know we're investing this capital to build out more facilities even though they have the most massive network already they were going to continue to build it and then they kind of put a hold on that like they're not untouchable in this because at the end of the day like what you're saying is margin is important and you have to be able to make money to spend more money am i wrong no i mean well you're you're absolutely right maybe maybe make money isn't quite the right right word. The most appropriate term might be acquire capital. And you can do that through right. generating profit and reinvesting that in the business. You can get that through public markets. You can get that through private markets. You can get that through 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 debt financing. But you know, through some some mix of those 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 avenues, you need capital to invest in your business to get to a larger scale. So you're 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 absolutely correct. And I think that you know Amazon is 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 at this scale that you know no 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 normal business will will ever in their right minds reach. And that's not a bad thing. You can be a kick ass freaking business and <laughs> come come close to that. But yeah, in addition to, to to all of this, Amazon has methodologies of bringing in capital that they can invest in this business that are far and wide beyond what what any normal commerce company would have and so when you when you see even someone like amazon to your point say all right you know maybe i should uh think a little bit about the margin right now you know what does that mean for everyone else that's right and i i think of it too you know we have customers that, that come to us the store sales team and they're like well you know i'm in my own location now i'm, I'm gonna get rid of this building i want to be in two to three to four different locations and you know, what we do is we ask for the data and we'll, we're going to run a network analysis with our engineering team, our data team, and, you know, find out if, if that's actually what makes sense. And so many times we come back and we're like, hey, you could actually save a lot of money by being in one location, right? You can still hit your customers within a three to five day, you know, shipping period. Um, and, and we're actually going to save you costs by putting you in a more centralized location or, you know, you think you need to be in the northeast, the southeast, the, the northwest and, and the central. We're actually going to put you in two locations, east coast, west coast, and we're going to save you X amount of dollars or we're going to increase your customer experience because you're going to be able to hit your customers 
in a quicker amount of time. And you're not gonna have to have all this cash flow looped into inventory in four different warehouses, right? I mean, that's, that's some of what we're doing on the stored side of things is actually doing an analysis and coming with it with data. But I mean, you know, I can go on and on, but obviously I think there are certain brands where you can have multiple different locations, increase that customer experience. Sure, you can hit one to two day delivery if you want to, and, and you want to do it outside of Amazon's network, or you know, you can hit three to five day delivery throughout the United States with two locations. And why don't you like comparing it? Everyone else, everyone else's D 2 C brand and their, you know, what they're doing and their e-commerce expectations to to Amazon's Prime network. I'm not married. I don't have any kids, but it's like if I were to go and have a, a daughter, and it would be as if I, you know, went and, and and told her that you know when she grows up that you know she's gonna or can look like. Kim Kardashian. I mean, well, maybe, but you know, uh, it's not just going to be, you know, all right, you just like, you know, eat your vegetables and your butt's going to get that big. It's, you know, it's thousands (laughs) of dollars of plastic surgery and multiple surgeries and a lot of, a lot of work to get there. And so, you know, naturally that's unobtainable. And for, you know, 99 plus percent of, 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 of people in the world, that is uh, unobtainable. And so, yeah, you know, there's always going to be that, 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 that outlier. And, you know, in the, in the commerce and logistics space, that outlier is Amazon. But, you know, for the same reason that, you know, if I were to have a daughter, I, I don't, I don't think it would be a particularly great parenting methodology to tell her that she should strive to attain the body shape and look of, of, of Kim Kardashian That's the same reason why if I'm talking to a direct-to-consumer brand, I'm not going to tell them that achieving a prime-like logistics network is, is a, is, you know, a, a feasible reality. And, you know, in, in addition to, to all the, the, the cost and, and, and risk, I, I actually heard recently that when you get one of these, uh, uh, BBLs, I think is what the kids are, are calling them. You can't even sit down comfortably for months. Think about how much of a cost that is like not sitting down for months, having to bring like a cushion with you so you can get on an airplane. But that, that, that aside, you know, at, at the end of the day, there is an attainable reality that drives a really great result for brands and for that brand's customers. You, you said it yourself. I think that the logistics industry at large, and you know, you and I are probably directly culprits of this, you know, I think that we like to go out and market this reality of magically dispersing your inventory across dozens, if not hundreds of, of, of locations and being able to, to magically teleport inventory from a warehouse 50 miles away onto your doorstep in one day paying six bucks. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm here to say that that reality is very much unobtainable for almost anyone. And, you know, sure, if someone came to store it and like begged us, like, store, sort, please put me in 50 warehouses. Like, <laughs> sure, we couldn't do it. But the only person that that's really going to benefit, if I'm being totally honest, going to benefit stored because they're going to be paying us a ton of money for this. And the value they're going to be getting for it is, you know, not going to be that much greater than if they were in, say, say three facilities. And so, you know, you, you've seen this probably more so than I have, you know, of the thousands of, of, of customers that we've chatted with and, and, and worked with, the reality is, yeah. So if you're in one location today, you jump from a coastal solution to a bi-coastal solution, you see a ton of benefit 
in terms of reduction in cost and increase in, in speed of your shipments. You go from two to three, you see a pretty big jump, but you know, really even after three, three to four, small benefit, four to five, tiny benefit, That's right. five to six, almost non-existent benefit. And so, you know, if you're striving, you know, if, 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 if your brand promise is going to be, you know, come hell or high water, no matter what you can live in, you know, some extraordinarily off the grid area, or you can, uh, you know, be chilling out like my parents on, on Martha's Vineyard and, you know, get, uh, you know, one day commitment <laughs> on the, in the non-coastal United States, then, you know, sure, you're probably going to need to invest a, a massive amount of money in achieving that through a distribution strategy or paying a whole lot of money out to the, the carriers to, to achieve that. But if what you are looking to do is build a direct consumer or omni-channel brand that has logistics as a true competitive advantage and deliver a great customer experience, you can do that cost-effectively with consistency at, for the vast majority of brands, obtainable realistic margins with, you know, one to four facilities, depending on, you know, what, what your needs are. There is no magic number. Like everyone thinks that, you know, having Amazon prime outcomes as in, you know, two day free <laughs> is the way to go. And, you know, if you can do that, great, but you know, every brand's going to be different depending on what you sell, depending on who you sell to, depending on the novelty of, 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 of your products, you know, how elastic the demand is, but the, the, the North star for, for, for brands needs to stop being copy Amazon and the North star needs to become Let's look at our customers. Let's understand that elasticity of, of demand. Let's look at our margins and let's find the right partner that can help us look at our business and say, for your business, Alex, this type of solution gets you the most value. And yeah, it's my freaking job to do this. And I got a store. <laughs> of course, I'm going to pitch Sword. You know, the, 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 the difference between working with Stored and someone else is, you know, there is no standard Stored offer. There's a reason we don't put them right. on the website because, you know, people people get upset at us. I'm the marketing guy. I'm not putting a price on the website. The reason we don't put a price on the website is because we'd be screwing the people we're giving the price to because without knowing all these variables for your business, we don't know what the hell you want. We don't know what the hell you need. <laughs> the benefit of working with someone like a store and there are other people out there that can, can, can help you in the same way is they're going to walk through all these things that we've talked about and figure out, is it one facility? Is it two facilities? Is it three? Where are they located? What carries are you working with? And figure out that right mix. And so, you know, where we like to think of the world as one size fits all and, you know, everyone fits into the two day free category. But at the end of the day, I'd like to think that the new North Star in the world that we should be living in is let's figure out that every single business is complex and unique and figure out the appropriately complex and unique solution for them. One of the most powerful things I think we do at Stored is understanding where the brands that we work with, where their customer is, because at the end of the day, that's our customer too, right? It's not just theirs. We want to please that customer. And if we understand where they are, we can build the solution around that to reach that customer faster, reach that reach that customer more efficiently. And, you know, it, it's the same thing as like being like, oh, I have a warehouse facility and I ship out of Boise, Idaho. Why the hell are you going to ship out of Boise, Idaho? Like, let's be honest. Unless you like want to go into the warehouse, you're doing it in a warehouse that you own, right? And you have the capital. Sure. 
cheap, right? I mean, you look at the real estate market, you're going to have cheaper real estate in Boise, Idaho for industrial than you are in, I don't know, Los Angeles, especially nowadays. But why are you shipping out of Boise, Idaho? Your customer is not in Boise, Idaho, based off of the population, the census data of the United States. Where is your customer? Go to them. It's one of the most powerful things that we do. And I may have just given away trade secrets. I don't know. But let's look at the data. Let's get to it. My team will be reviewing this this episode before it goes live <laughs> and, 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 and cutting any any inappropriate stuff that you've uh, divulged in this. <laughs> Disclaimer, never been to Boise, Idaho. Hope to one day. They have blue turf there at Boise State uh, on the football field. And I would like to experience that. Anyway, running it back, wrapping up here. Anything else on Prime Mike Logistics? What are we doing? It's time that we move away from assuming that the one-size-fits-all solution or the one North Star is the appropriate one for every single business. We are living in a complex world, and a complex world requires complex and unique solutions. There is a North Star for every business, but that North Star looks drastically different depending on a lot of variables for your business. So if you're optimizing for someone else's business, you know, you're taking the hopes and prayers strategy for your customer experience and your margin profile. And that's a pretty way to be, be, be running your business. The value of finding great partners out there, people that are willing to be flexible is you can find someone stored or other folks like us that you're going to be able to go and have these conversations, specific details about your business and build out a logistics solution that meets whatever your North Star is, but I think everyone's listened to me talk about uh, Prime Logistics for one day. Maybe not enough on BBLs and the Kardashians, but <laughs> I think we're good on that, my man. Uh, oh man, I think we're good on that. All right, do you have a couple more minutes for a, a speed round? We got to finish off with speed round. Do it. All right. Um, last thing that you bought on Amazon. Uh, car cover. Car cover. Yeah. I'm you know, so I know people that have never actually bought anything on Amazon. Do I know anyone that's never bought anything on Amazon? Do you? I do. Do you? I mean, maybe I do, but it's not. I don't ask everyone that I ever in interact with. <laughs> I'm actually uh, uh, giving my car to my parents. And so I got to like figure out how to ship it. Uh, you got to get a car cover. That's right. And yeah, I got to car cover and want it to be you know taken uh, good care of next episode we'll get into car logistics because that is a fun world all right uh two more here what are three words you would use to describe amazon's logistics network challenging massive unobtainable ladies and gentlemen i thought i had him stumped but here he comes with all the answers uh, all right last one quick three quick fire things that brands can actually and should actually do to emulate or copy Amazon success. Understand your margins and where you need to be. Understand what a great experience looks like for your customers, given the product you're selling and the elasticity of your demand. Do not compromise on how you achieve that. If you figure out your North Star is X day shipping, Y percent accuracy, XYZ communication strategy, do not compromise on that. Whether you do it yourself or you go and find someone to help you or you do a mix of the above, do not skimp on that. Make sure that however you are executing on that, that you are truly delivering on whatever that North Star is for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mario Paganini, 
vice president of fire safety at Stored. Also does a little marketing on the side. Thank you, Mario. Enjoy the rest of your day. Do the same. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) 